episode 82 of Strange Brow Radio. Thanks for getting me up past uh, 81. <laughs> it's always surreal to, to read these numbers out loud, so thank you again, Strange Brow Radio. I'm your host, Tobe Johnson, and today we're going to be talking about something that, well, you might be more familiar with than me. I haven't dealt with the incubus or the succubus. But Jay Bronson has, and so has his lady. So we're going to be talking to Jay in a moment about his old hag. But first, this ain't no old hag. This is Feral by Aaron, E-R-Y-N, at Etsy. Get rid of those hags with alchemy sound devices. Give a bang or a rattle or a smudge, why don't you? Or check out a crone stone, and you can do that at Etsy. Aaron is E-R-Y-N... Go on now. Get yourself a post-4th of July present. Celebrate your independence from the hag at Feral by Aaron. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back, and let's talk about the 4th. (laughs) Be right back. Well, happy belated 4th of July. It uh, it goes without saying that the Pacific Northwest... uh, has fireworks just like many other places across the United Nations and uh, these United Nations not the United Nations this United Nation let me put it that way no little blue helmets here Um, where was I oh fireworks lots of them out here in the Olympic Peninsula so much so that I need to digress about how nuts Washington State is with their fireworks. You know, in the little town of Springfield, Oregon, we grew up with little black snake pills that you'd light with uh, your mom's lighter, or we'd have the occasion, uh, occasional crazy jack that you'd throw on the ground and it would bloom around and dance in the cul-de-sac. And then we had sparklers. Now, the rebellious ones, the hooligans, ruffians... <laughs> would go get the bottle rockets and that was uh, where things differed as far as what was legal and what wasn't so I grew up in a world uh, of oppressed panic seeing uh, flying shrapnel come at me in uh, the little cul-de-sac of uh, may I say Ranch Corral Drive in Springfield Oregon and um, that's just the way it was it's completely utterly frowned upon in uh, in Oregon in general to to have fireworks from Washington come across the Willamette River, Columbia River Gorge and uh, and make their way south but everybody and their mother does it except in my little tiny cul-de-sac world <laughs> it just didn't so I didn't grow up with shrapnel in my face now last night it was full on shock and awe Baghdad explosion to a degree which I guess was a level five because of COVID. Had it not been a COVID summer, this would have been a typical level 10, in which case M80s flying 20 feet away from you is no big deal. And nobody's sober. So all I could see was EMTs coming to pick up appendages. So, uh, you know, I'm kind of a risk taker. I don't mind, obviously, going out and risking my biscuit, but this just seemed... So an unhinged, and I don't even like dogs barking loudly, let alone M80s in my face. So, 
anyway, I got some good photographs. It took me about 20 minutes to get those, and um, then we were out of there and, um, you know, drive to Coors Light and hit the sack about uh, 1130 at night to the sound of uh, rockets exploding overhead. Now, I mean, I've slept underneath F-18s landing on the USS Stennis for a period of two years. I've dealt with loud sounds, but last night was just, it was a, it was a war footing scenario. <laughs> and uh, things were things were happening in the sky, on the ground, all around. It just uh, made me a tad bit nervous. So that's how I spent my fourth. I hope you um, had a better one than I did as far as uh, nearly dying. But uh, it was good beyond that. And uh, yeah, so today, our guest, Jay Bronson. Let's talk about him. Actor, comedian, and victim of the hag, the old hag, the succubus, the incubus. What is it? Sleep paralysis. Is that the only explanation? I don't think so. If you haven't seen this Netflix documentary, I told Jay about this, but after this, immediately run out and watch the movie The Nightmare, because this is going to give this con- uh, conversation context beyond what Jay and his girlfriend are experiencing. Oh, it is a neighborhood problem, as it turns out. So very interesting conversation. We discover some things uh, together as we talk about this. And uh, there's uh, some Bigfoot stuff, too, in this in this talk as well. So my conversation in North Carolina with actor, comedian, and experiencer of the hag, Jay Bronson. All right, on the phone with me now is experiencer Jay Bronson. Howdy, Jay. How's it going, folks? How are you Good. doing there, Toby? Good. I'm just... Having a cup of Trader Joe's iced tea. If anybody ever gets a chance to buy the concentrated mixture from Trader Joe's, it's a seven to one uh, mix up. It's quite good. And so uh, I'm sitting here, not that I'm looking for a Trader Joe's sponsor, but it's, uh, it's a nice beverage to have when I'm talking to Jay out in North Carolina. Am I right? That's right. Okay, man. So um, you reached out to me. Uh, not more than 48 hours ago, I think it was, and we started to uh, talk about your experiences with uh, sleep paralysis. But before we get into what that's like and what your experiences are like regarding sleep paralysis and these visitors, uh, just tell me a little bit about your walk with grappling with uh, supernatural and paranormal uh, from beginning to end. Maybe take us through how you grew up and your uh, your overall experience with it all all right um uh so uh it always feels weird talking about it the first time but uh, when you're talking about uh, talking to people about it the first time you know, they're like looking at you like you're growing a couple antennas out your head and they're they're like going oh wow okay but uh seriously though um uh so uh i guess um uh, growing up I only had a couple experiences, never really tied it to anything because you don't really know anything. Um, I remember one time where I felt myself, it just felt like I floated up out of my body. And I looked back at myself and I looked back at myself laying on the bed and I'm just sitting there going, okay, this is weird. I've never had a uh, dream like this. I think I was uh, about 12, 13, maybe back then. I think it was about 12. So uh, I did that. I had a couple of experiences where I was 
I couldn't move. And I just thought, well, maybe I just, I don't know, maybe I pinched a nerve or something or whatever, because I was going to a chiropractor. And, and uh, I know they told me about if you press on a nerve or something like that, it'll like, uh, it'll kind of paralyze you temporarily or something. So I'm like, uh, maybe I was a press on a nerve or something. So I had my mother take me to a chiropractor, snap my neck and crack me or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I went on about my business. And and then I had the experience uh, with the uh, floating up out of the body and looking back at myself going, okay, weird. Um, and um, that was uh, quite odd. But um, there's a couple other experiences beyond that. I mean, uh, do we just uh, elaborate on the other uh, things or just um, move forward with it um, as far as the sleep paralysis? Well, you could expound a little bit on what the experience of leaving your body was like. Okay. Well, it just uh, felt like I um, uh, was looking at a, uh, you know, like a TV show or you're looking at a monitor and you're looking at someone like maybe uh, just laying there in bed or whatever. And you're like, okay, well, this is weird. And you're just, you see yourself, you know, it's you, but um, you just think you're dreaming, but I could look down there and my eyes were open over there so i don't know what it was but and then i woke up and then i got up i just uh, went back in and i guess whatever it was however that uh, happened i just um, i woke back up and i kind of looked around and just went on about my business but it, it just felt really odd it just felt like i don't know i can't even explain it's been so long ago but um well how do you tell the difference jay between because i've had it happen uh at least on one occasion um it's difficult to explain the difference between a dream and this reality or partial reality can you hit upon that what's the difference uh for me um i guess uh, there were other instances and um uh, so uh, i'm asleep uh one night me and my girl we're sleeping and she, um, <clears throat> I remember there was a couple other instances where it felt like something was holding me down and, and it just felt weird or whatever. And uh, you keep on hearing about other people talking about a thing called the hag or whatever, and it'll get on your chest and it'll hold you down. And, and you, you see the movie like a, a cat's eye or whatever, and how that little creature um, um, that was uh, trying to suck out the, uh, the kids, uh, the little girls, uh, um, uh, soul or whatever, or her life energy, and uh, the cat was saving her life. It, it, you like start thinking like that after you see the movie. Like, oh well, maybe that's some weird stuff like that is happening. But I wasn't coughing or nothing, anything like the movie. It just felt like something was holding me down. So this uh, continued a couple more times, and uh, I don't remember happening, having that thing really happen for a while. Um, that was in South Carolina, about Charleston. Um, and then I can remember maybe once or twice in Myrtle Beach, but nothing really um, uh, like on a regular basis until I came up here to North Carolina in Durham. So uh, one night I was uh, laying there in bed. I remember my eyes were open. It was about two o'clock in the morning, about two, two thirty. And I'm looking over at my girl and then I felt something because my eyes just popped open. I like woke up real quick and, and it just felt like something pushed down on me. I'm like, and just like paralyzed me. 
And then I started going, so I'm trying to talk to my girl and say like, get this thing off of me. So I'm like mumbling because you're pretty much paralyzed. Um, And she looked at me and I was looking at her. So it's in the dark. She still see me because you got a nightlight not too far away uh, outside. And she looked right at me and she was like, she didn't know what to make of it, I guess. And then uh, it finally, I either fought it off or it got off of me. And then I, um, whatever it was. And then, um, so she was like, wow, it looks like you were having a nightmare. But it was kind of weird that your eyes were open. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It just, I just let it go because I didn't really want to say anything. I'm like, kind of freaked out because you just had a uh, whatever kind of experience and you don't know how to explain it. So um, I didn't say anything. The next night, the next night, it happened to her. So I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at her, her eyes are open and she's going, and uh, I'm just like going, it's kind of shocking. And it's about the same time at night. And so I'm like, wow, this is weird. And then uh, so she hopped up out of it or whatever, and she got up. And uh, I'm like going, well, you must have been uh, having a nightmare or two like I was last night, I guess. And she was like, yeah. Um, So this didn't happen for another round. I guess we kind of played it off, whatever. We didn't really talk about it because she was kind of scared or whatever. And she was like scared of like little things like uh, snakes or whatever, a little inchworm will get on her and she'll freak out or whatever. So, but that is a whole nother, um, realm or whatever of like uh, imagination. Let, let's say that that happens to you and you feel like you got something holding you down or whatever. And you, you just, you can't explain it and it blows your mind. And you don't want to tell anybody cause everybody's like looking at you, like you're losing your mind or you're, you're on some kind of medication or something and, or not enough medication. So um, the week and a half went by and it happened to her again. So this time I can see her eyes open just like last time. So I reached over there and shook her and she hopped up out of it. So, and I said, you all right? And she's like, yeah. So we didn't really talk about it. And The next night, I was one of our friends that thinks he's uh, clairvoyant or whatever it is. Uh, I'm like, okay, buddy. But um, maybe he is. But uh, um, so the next night, it happens to me. So she paid attention this time and she could see my eyes open. So she grabbed me and shook me out of it. And so from that point, we kind of like had a little conversation and we kind of, I guess, know to shake each other out of it. Um, so sometimes I'll be watching TV or whatever. And I want to like uh, be by myself, whatever, just so I can like relax and let her sleep uh, because she's got to go to work. She's a nurse and all that good stuff. And so um, I'll be watching my little uh, uh, adult cartoons or whatever it is that I do and um, just relaxing, going to sleep. And um, she'll either come upstairs or go downstairs because it'll come and get her. And it's been a couple times. Usually it happens upstairs. I can't explain that. So, and this, this happened a few more times uh, upstairs, but I'll be downstairs and um, she'll come downstairs and she'll sleep right there next to me or whatever on the couch or whatever. And then, or, or I'll be upstairs and she'll pass out 
sleeping because she gets into work late and she just kind of wants to like have some snacks and go to sleep or she falls asleep on the um, recliner. But sometimes it'll, whatever this phenomenon is, will come and bother her and it'll freak her out and she'll come running upstairs. And, um, but I guess the whole thing was the, as many times as it happened, it didn't happen downstairs. It happened like upstairs, like six or seven times to her and me. And um, so we were kind of like, okay, it's upstairs. We'll just go downstairs. But uh, it just felt like a nightmare one time, whatever I felt like. I, I just felt like I was on the bed and I'm sleeping and I feel something pulling me off the bed. And I'm like trying to hold on to the bed or whatever. I'm like, what the H is going on? And this is blowing my mind. Whatever this is, it's... It's crazy. I mean, it just feels like you're being pulled off the bed and you're about to fall off the edge and you're like freaking out. And um, that's the way I felt. So I can't imagine her. I mean, she's a little bit more, uh, um, I mean, you get a five foot tall woman or whatever, and she's, they're, they're tough. And until something like that happens and they don't want to talk about it. But now, now she talks about it openly with her daughter and stuff like that and her friends. And she's like, oh, hi, hello, visitor, come and visit. Um, and they don't believe it, but they've had little, um, instances where it happens, but they don't really want to talk about it. Everybody's just kind of like, uh, I don't know, it ain't real, but uh, I just had a nightmare or whatever it is. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Well, you don't want to talk about it. It's okay. But after having to see you a few more times, you may want to talk about it. So, uh, uh, let's now, see. Well, now Jay, let me ask you this regarding the time. Is there, you said that happened around the same time at night. Is there yeah. something special about that hour? Are we talking the wee hours of the morning or what are we talking? Well, it's usually about 2, uh, about 2.20, 2.30 in the morning, about 2.30 in the morning. I can't explain, but it always happens then. It's weird and it's strange. Always about 2.30 in the morning. I, I, it, does, it doesn't mm. really, I don't know what it is about that time, but it's always about that time. Now, have you seen anything? Describe what you've seen. Yeah. Um, so one night um, I was laying in bed and I can't remember if my girl was there. God, I think she was. Maybe No, no, she wasn't there. So I'm laying there in bed and I'm looking over the edge and because um, uh, we got a uh, big bedroom and then there's a, a little small um, um, lounge chair uh, down into a little smaller room uh, where we got a little closet and, um, and it's got a little fireplace over there to the left and the door going out. Um, so everything was closed. All right, go away. Close the door. My girl's daughter's son. But um, uh, so there's a closet over there right next to the window. And I'm just looking and I just happen to be looking at it for some reason. Um, and, and my eyes popped open and it just looked like something came out of the closet, a little shadow, you know, like, uh, the movie ghost or the, uh, uh, Harry Potter with a Voldemort was going through the, uh, the haunted forest or whatever, back and forth, like a wraith or whatever that thing is. And, and I was like looking at it going, that is crazy looking. And then it just kind of went over real quick and came over and like jumped on me and held me down. I'm like going, what the heck is going on? It was blowing my mind. And it was kind of strong then. It was weird. I had never seen nothing like it. It 
like rubbed on my chest. I'm like going, dude, get off of me. But this time I couldn't shake it off because usually um, uh, after about a couple of seconds where I'm like, and I can throw it off. But this time it held me down. And it held me down for like 10 or 15 seconds or whatever. So I don't know what that was, but that was weird. Mm-hmm. And just just to see it, but because most of the time you're just laying there and you just feel like something like come comes and gets on you and holds you down or happens to my girl, but I've never been able to see that. I just usually reach over there and shake her or whatever and vice versa. Now, do you remember hearing anything, Jay, with this? Nah, didn't hear a single thing this thing is quiet as can be but for whatever reason my eyes seem to pop open and her eyes seem to pop open about the same time um and i don't know what that is um uh, because i i I think just before that i'd done some studying because after experiencing something like that you kind of want to know what is happening or whatever maybe like uh, this phenomenon you hear like little movies uh, and different um, YouTube videos about um, uh, the succubus or whatever, the incubus, the, the, the female version of like, like some kind of like creature that um, a paranormal creature or some kind of spiritual creature that uh, sucks your soul or feeds on you and, and, and um, or the, um, uh, the hag. What I heard it was back in, uh, uh, usually a lot of black people talk about it uh, back in high school um, or the, the older black people would talk about it and they would talk about the hag. You wouldn't hear white people talk about it so much, whatever. I guess they were like kind of didn't realize the experience, what they were having. So I started studying what it was. And um, I looked at some videos over and over again and um, they were talking about it and then uh, they come up with the term sleep paralysis. So the doctor, um, or the scientists gave it a technical term, the sleep paralysis, and they said it's the, the state at which your body is just out of the sleep uh, world or out of your sleep section of your brain and into your waking section. And you get stuck in between there and you cannot move. And then they say, oh, well, uh, you have experiences or whatever, or it's your body, you have stress or whatever. And your mind, um, uh, I guess, imagines these things that happen to whatever, and it's all kinds of stress and different experiences uh, uh, acting on your body, and you thinking you're you're having some kind of uh, what is it, a spiritual or some kind of um, uh, whatever kind of creature uh, out of another. Um, I don't know. It it's just Dimension. weird. Uh, right. yeah, it could be another dimension or whatever and it just blows your mind and you because all we know is what we are right here and no one really talks about the other things which there could be something else people mm. I mean, people talk about ghosts and stuff but it blows i mean mm. i don't know is there anything sexual going on with you and these entities one time uh remember when i said where uh the ghost or it looked like a ghost or whatever it was it came over rubbed on my uh, chest um uh like it, it was like rubbing on like uh my my chest around my nipple and i'm like going dude what the hell is this and it started rubbing on my crotch i'm like dude and this thing whatever it was it was telling me it could do it what it wanted to and it held me down and it just blew well now hold, hold on a second here let's go back to this moment here so did it slowly progress into 
a, a molestation from a, an entity that was, um, was, is this a female entity in any form or is it neutral or can you tell? I could not really, um, uh, all I saw was some little shadow and it looked mm. like the movie ghosts or whatever, uh -huh. you know, with uh, Patrick Swayze or whatever. And those little ghosts mm. that came and got the other dude or whatever is right. friend that like kind of, you know, and it just came and I'm like, going mm -hmm. and kind of tripped me out. And then it just like grabbed me, held me down. I'm like, and I couldn't move this time because usually mm -hmm. I can like after a couple seconds, I can fight my way out of it. Mm -hmm. This time it's right. like, and maybe this is a different type of creature or whatever. Maybe this is something a little more powerful or something. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe our whatever universes are colliding or whoever. Knows. Right. But now you say tripped you out, but you don't say creeped you out. Is it creepy? It's a little creepy. I mean, because you get a little scared uh, once you... Because usually um, before I could like fight it off after a couple seconds, I can like power overpower to like kind of um, uh, get the signal down to my arm to move and, and whatever it is. I mean, um, so no, right, make sure yeah. to close that door over there. Yeah, All right. We're going into sensitive areas here. Make sure you deadbolt it. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, could you flow it close to that door over there? Not going to happen. All right. Anyway. Well, you can get that. I mean, take your time here. But I, if we can, I do want to dig in a little bit to this moment here because you're describing something to most people would de decidedly say is evil or, or extremely creepy, nightmarish, right? I mean, the documentary Nightmare is called Nightmare for a Reason because these black smoke ring wraith type figures here look like they've come straight out of the pits of hell to grab people's souls. But I hear you saying these things are just uh, just on the border of being creepy. So have you dealt with them? Uh, you deal with them differently, is what, I guess what I'm getting at. Um, uh, well, uh, hold on a second. Let me close this door. Um, this is uh, they're making a little bit of noise out there. Hold on. Yeah, um, so, uh, well, so you really, um, when something like that happens, you go with the, um, uh, what you know, and I know about the Bible and, um, these things may, cause you, you study things and you look up things and other people, come up with the conclusion that these are like uh, the um, um, like the demons or whatever and uh, from the Bible times that uh, were before the flood and these kind of creatures are still here or whatever and they're kind of roaming the earth because they lost their physical form or whatever so you hear about instances like that and people uh, come up with these conclusions and it could I don't know um, it's hard to say what they are and then um, so you, uh, you always go with, um, maybe that is what is going on. And I just, uh, well, now when this entity though is touching you, I mean, it's molesting you to a degree. Uh, I'm, you could go a step beyond that, I guess, in some cases for other claims, but is this an unwanted feeling or is it strangely, um, seem appropriate? 
Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I might not like begging whatever it is. I'm like, please come and get me or whatever. I, I got $50. Um, <laughs> right, uh, right. Like, yeah, I mean, these are hard questions, but yeah, I've yeah. heard people describe these moments as being like, I couldn't help myself. Like, it just kind of seemed like it was going to happen, and I kind of leaned into it. Is there any of that? No, it just uh, that 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 was at one time where it did that, and I don't know what exactly that was, um, but it did. That was basically tell me. I get the uh, point that it is tell me it can do what it wants. And that was the only time that happened. There was a um, uh, uh, a time where I was actually uh, kind of like um, you're sitting there sleeping or whatever. You're kind of awake. You're kind of like uh, really tired. So, and I could feel feel something rub against the top of my feet, and then it felt like three little claws, not not scratching, but just went across the bottom of my foot. And I'm like, on, so this freaked me out. I looked over and I thought it was my girl or something, or maybe the cat. And I'm looking at the cat, cat's right next to me. The cat hasn't moved. So I hop up and the um, cat's sleeping fine. So I look over to the edge or whatever and get around the perimeter of the bed. And there's nothing underneath the bed because we got mattresses all the way up and we got like a, a bed's three foot high. And uh, there's a box swing at the bottom and two mattresses and a memory foam on top. So this thing's almost, uh, um, almost three foot. So there's nothing to hide down below for anybody to play a joke. And there's nowhere else to hide. So I'm looking around. I'm like, on someone, my girl isn't home, whatever the car isn't arrived. And that, that really kind of freaked me out because it felt like I was more awake at that point. And to have something just like, like, mm-hmm. feel like three little, um, uh, whatever it is, go across the bottom of my foot. That did, was it, just, did it feel like three little claws? Well, and, um, um, not like a cat claws, like um, um, probably uh, more of a human hand or whatever, and just mm-hmm. like to kind of right their fingernails across the bottom. Not in a harming sense, but more of a just like um, it just felt like just it felt like someone was just like going rubbing their uh, right. hands across the bottom of your feet. Three, it felt like three little fingers, something, whatever. So now, I'm like, there- I. Is there any evidence, Jay, of any of this taking place? Are you finding scratches? Are you finding that you've been touched? Do you see bruising marks, different clothing situations happening after you go to bed? What's what's happening there? I really haven't investigated that too much. I mean, I haven't really seen uh, that. Um, I do kind of remember looking at my chest and seeing some movement there. I'm like, all right, am I flexing or is that thing holding me down rubbing on my chest? And I remember seeing that, and that's as much as I saw. And I could have been imagining that. I don't know. I mean, it just um, – uh, and I'm not on any kind of medication or anything, so um, maybe I should be. But uh, anyway. Right, but right. I joke, I joke. <laughs> well, you have to in the wake of all this. And what about deterioration of health? And reading while we're talking here about the incubus and succubus, one of the things that they talk about are – Uh, You know, I would say victims of this, uh, unwilling participants, especially if it's saying it can do it at once, um, they show signs of some kind of deterioration of health. Is there anything like that going on? Uh, Well, I was dealing with some issues for about um, five years. Uh, I can't even begin to explain that. Um, So I'll just explain it. Uh, Seriously. um, uh, 
for whatever reason, about uh, 19, no, no, not 19, uh, but um, uh, 2014, the end of 2014, it was like November, right around my birthday. And um, I started having health issues and it, uh, I don't know. Um, used to um used to like broken fingers or something or or like a twisted ankle or something and you're used to healing and you that's what you know and you're like okay this is going to heal so uh, i started having poor health and i don't know what the deal is with that um and this continued for about five years you go to the doctor continuously continuously and um you do this um however amount of time and you think by now and it's like 2014 2015 2016 and at this point in time you think the medical industry would have a hold of what's going on with our bodies and how to fix it but they're like yeah i don't know we're, we're, here, here's a band-aid and a lollipop and some aspirin and uh that's their um, um that's their way out and they're all worst case scenario they give you some antibiotics or some painkillers i'm like eh, doc i want to be fixed i don't want any kind of painkillers or antibiotics or all this other garbage but um so you want an actual declaration that you've got this or whatever it is or stop eating this or whatever it is but um so this continued for about four or five years and um uh, it didn't get better till about a year and a half ago or two years ago. So do you feel uh, like it's linked at all to what's been going on? Well, I had some experiences before that and I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't explain that. I mean, you always hear mm -hmm. uh, uh, stories like uh, when you're a kid or whatever, just like when I said I was younger and I had a few experiences and uh, you, you see shows and movies and like kids are more in tune with the uh, whatever it is, or maybe your pineal gland uh, gets covered with whatever it is because I don't know. So you hear all these stories, you don't know what to believe, and you just like throw everything with a grain of salt, and you're just like, yeah, well, I'll be all right. Whatever it is will heal, I'll get better. But uh, for whatever reason, for five years, I was sick, and I was dealing with some issues. A lot more stuff happened during that time, actually, now that you say that. Um, that was uh, the majority of all the um, mm -hmm. uh, moments that uh, these things took place. Um, and now occasionally, not as much as you used to, uh, occasionally it'll uh, uh, happen now. But you're right. Um, I'm glad you pointed that out. Well, I'm just uh, Wikipediaing, uh, <laughs> so it's not me. It's uh, it's just right here on Google. But I've heard this before, even with looking into cryptozoology, and certainly people that uh, are experienced or abductees will talk about health issues and there's almost a you know like a, a cryptid curse uh, associated with health or, or luck in general bad luck uh, not so much good luck uh, these are all things I've never experienced myself but I've certainly interviewed and talked with friends that, that feel strongly about this so um, it was something to bring up what about objects uh, around the house or uh, anything that you feel like could be triggering moments do you guys have anything that would be causation of an entity maybe hitchhiking into your home? Mm, I don't know. Um, uh, I've heard that before. I've uh, my friend that said he's clairvoyant or whatever it is, or is in tune. Uh, I've got a, like a, a 
brother-in-law like uh, cousin eddie from um uh, national lampoon's vacation or whatever uh you know what's his name um, right, right. Uncle, um, Dennis Uncle. Quaid. yeah yeah just like him it, it, it'll blow your mind i'm like dude your cousin eddie but um so uh but he says he's in tune because i've asked him a couple of questions um because it kind of blows your mind or whatever. He's like, oh, that's universes coming together and you're having uh, experiences from other universes and stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. But um, I was trying to tell him some more, but he, he gets to talking or whatever. And he's like, oh, by the way, I got to go by. And um, so right. you uh, want to expound on it or talk more. Um, I, um, I actually went and uh, started doing research on it and look at different videos. And I, I saw videos where people were having this phenomenon happen and you hear like uh, you hear things like um, the actual evidence what is happening with the scientific realm of it or whatever because they found out one third of the world's population openly admit to this phenomenon happening to them and and you're like one third of the world all right that's two point whatever billion people or more and you're like, how is this happening to that many people? And maybe it's happening more or all, all of them. And maybe the rest of them are just not so much aware of their thinking they're having a nightmare or something like that. And they're just like, oh, yeah. But maybe uh, more people, uh, some people are just more in tune with it than others. And, or maybe whatever it is, mm -hmm. uh, maybe it's abductees or something or whatever. I mean, because uh, once I started studying it, and I started looking at videos and you hear about this one guy who was happening to him and, and his, he uh, didn't tell his girl because he didn't want to get embarrassed or whatever and feel like uh, her feel like he's nuts or something. Um, so she's sitting there on the couch or whatever and she's watching and she said something came out of the closet and then it left and then it walked back and went back into the closet. It was a little shadow. And she said that to him. and then he's like you saw that and she's like yeah i just seen that and it was creepy so they talked about that and then you hear about other things a brother left or whatever and he went off to the military or something and uh his um uh younger brother moved into the room that he was in and then he started having experiences and talked to his brother uh, a couple of years later and he said dude do you ever have any experiences and he's like dude that happened to you and sometimes you hear it's tied to a certain section or room or an area but and i hear there's certain even tribes around the world or entire villages that they give it a certain name because it happens to the entire village or the area and they just they know they have an idea of like something's happening so i studied the heck out of this and i put it on my little um, uh, uh, youtube it i'm working on the uh, car I call up my neighbor friend, he's a mechanic and former military, and he comes down and I'm playing the videos of what's going on because I've done watched about 20 hours or whatever it is in different movies or more. And so I've done research, 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 and he's like, dude, what are you watching? I told him about this whole sleep paralysis thing. And, and then I get into it because I don't want to like, yeah, I'm looking at the hag or whatever because the hag is coming to visit me at night or whatever, and I don't want him to think, I, dude, uh, my neighbor over here is losing my mind. And I didn't want him to think that. So after a minute, uh, and I said, well, some people referred to this thing as the hag. And he's like, dude, just want to let you know. And I thought he was going to say, I think you're nuts, but you're all right. He said, I just want to let you know. 
that that thing right there that you say is happening to you and it's on that TV happens to me at least once every two weeks. Uh, sometimes less, but uh, he said, sometimes you'll be sitting there sleeping and then all of a sudden it'll start bothering him and it won't leave him alone. And then uh, he'll try to go back to sleep and he, he's done come to the uh, conclusion. He'll get up, he'll turn on the TV, said, all right, if you want to keep on bothering me, I'll, um, I guess we're going to have to sit here together and watch TV. All right. And then he talks to it and he just, he starts watching TV until he falls asleep or whatever, or he just goes about his business. But, um, uh, so he has since moved away, but he said that happened to him a bunch of times, but I don't know. that's an incredible detail. I mean, the fact yeah. is, is that, uh, you may have something that roams around a specific area. I mean, you might have a neighborhood shadow man or something. Yeah. Uh, my girl went and talked to one of her friends at work and, um, uh, so the lady's like, uh, the, the other nurse was like, oh, okay, whatever. Oh, and she was like sitting there going, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all have lost your mind. Y'all on some kind of medication or y'all been getting smoking a wacky weed or something. And then she was laughing about it and thought it was funny. Well, so a couple of weeks goes by and they, they work together and a couple of weeks goes by and she comes running back to her and says, did you, I said, I don't know what happened but did you put some kind of like voodoo curse on me or something like that? Or, or if you tell someone about something, you know, like one of those movies, you're, you're passing the buck on to someone or the passing the spirit. So she said she was asleep about two or three o'clock in the morning, two 30, um, that something came and started bothering her and it freaked her out. So at this point in time, after it kept on bothering her and like she just got up and she wouldn't go back to sleep. She was entirely freaked out. And that's when she came and talked to my girl or whatever. And it was like, you, you just put some kind of voodoo curse on me by telling me about this. And, and, as, and she couldn't go back to sleep, but I didn't hear about any more instances after that. I don't know if they talked about it or they brought it up or whatever. Maybe uh, some people say, well, if you don't bring it up, mm -hmm. it won't happen to you as often. Because when you start thinking about it, things start happening. But I don't know. Maybe that's the case. Maybe not. But that maybe it's a um, and that, her work is only uh, uh, I don't know where she lives, but the work is only about a mile away, if that. So I don't know. Maybe this area is uh, whatever. Yeah, maybe. it's really interesting. I mean, I'd be curious to do some history on maybe what you guys are built upon. You know, maybe there's something underneath you that uh, needs to be looked at. But this isn't the end of the mystery with you. You've had some other experiences. Uh, most of what I knew in the beginning of talking to you was uh, having to do with Sasquatch. So where uh, where do we go from here, Jay? What's your experience with uh, with Bigfoot? Uh, Bigfoot. Um, so uh, I've got a friend um, that is a um, uh, he's a beekeeper. So I became a beekeeper because I was dealing with issues with uh, uh, nervous system issues with Lyme and uh, Lyme affects you. And so I found this uh, information how Lyme uh, bee venom uh, affects Lyme. So I'm like, all right, let me become a uh, instead of like paying someone or having to try to track someone down to do this. Um, uh, how the, the bee venom destroys the lime. Um, 
so you get an actual uh, go to a doctor. You hear about like uh, in Chinese culture, and they talk about this, and and they've treated different ailments or whatever. And you, you see it on the different TV shows and the the, the, the doctor shows and stuff, and they they talk about it. And uh, so I'm like, all right, well maybe I'll try that too. So I got to talking with him, and he starts talking about Bigfoot, and um, it's like, oh well, that's wild. Um, uh, so that is very interesting because I, I've done like uh, it, you see so much stuff and you hear about it and you hear so many people hearing about it too or experiencing it and then you're like wow well there may be something to it so my friend uh, showed me some videos of ex uh, that they actually took whatever they, they they've got uh, images of things that uh, something that seemed to be stalking them and and that's what got me onto it or whatever and so I'm like well dude I mean uh, when's the next time because you keep on hearing about the different like phenomenon around like different areas you hear things about ley lines and different locations or whatever and and there's something maybe tied to this and maybe like some kind of spiritual realm or something or whatever or uh, whatever these creatures are and and they may be um, uh, part of this tied in. I have no clue um, until I do further research. Um, I understand you've done some research about it and different people. Um, but once you start studying things and like uh, you start uh, uh, tying things together, because normally you want to connect the dots, right? So um, I'm supposed to go on a trip trip sometime soon uh, with them and um, that way I can actually experience this or uh, you never know what happens you get a new set of eyes on some kind of material or subject or or do some kind of research and all of a sudden um, you happen to be there at the right point in time where you see something or or able to uh, videotape and, and it's totally mind-blowing so I don't know right but, and I think because of your, I mean, just personally, I think because of your experiences with sleep paralysis, uh, something, you know, will change for the dynamic with the rest of the group having you along. And uh, I don't know how that will affect your stay, but I imagine they'll notice that to some degree. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, so is this your first trip out uh you know, on an expedition? Yeah, um, I guess uh, sometime in the next uh, month and a half, uh, we'll be uh, heading out. It'll be sometime in uh, around Georgia. I can't remember the actual location, but I keep on, um, I watched a video. Uh, I thought it was in North Carolina somewhere, a piece of property. And uh, these uh, couple, older couple owned a uh, location. And I guess they had experiences where they actually said they saw Bigfoot. And, and they, um, I, I think some of the properties, some things will change, whatever, or sticks on the ground will be shaped a certain way or, or the plants or the branches will be twisted. And I'm trying to look for that video. I haven't been able to find it, but I sat there and watched it. And it's some kind of phenomenon where they go around the property and they've got distortions. It's like some kind of wormhole or something like that. And, and they're, they're how they appear on camera or or to each other when they look at each other standing in a certain spot or or when they move slight to the left 
it just really changes um, uh, some of the um, some of our reality changes at that location as far as how we see each other i mean it's just like you see yourself get real small or whatever it is or, or altered state and i really trying to try and find that video i think is very interesting and uh, i would like to know the location so i can uh, travel to it and do some research i'm an actor and comedian and i i, I do a whole, whole lot more stuff and i want to actually do um uh, like a detective um trying to find out more about this and doing research at different locations. I don't know. Yeah. So you're in I the entertainment be... industry. So are you willing to, are you looking at maybe doing a doc about Sasquatch? Are you leaning towards doing your own research behind the camera? Yeah, I think a documentary would be um, uh, awesome because I mean, not just Bigfoot, but all the phenomenon that's go that goes on and, uh, it's then there's lots of things out there unexplained and these incidences continue to happen and people continue to talk about them and they all seem pretty similar um, and each story about each like type of uh, um, like different like the lizard man in South Carolina or whatever and all those stories were about the same uh, just like Bigfoot in different areas all those stories seem to be about the same um, and all the different incidents that have been happening. And I've been hearing there's a lot more things that are happen, happening more recently. I mean, it's just more and more of these uh, instances seem to be happening a lot more. Right. And, uh, so now maybe was, something is about to happen. Right. I was stationed uh, up in North Carolina near uh, Camp Johnson, actually at Camp Johnson there. Uh, I believe it was north of Wilmington, North Carolina. And uh, there's a lot of remote territory. And not that I necessarily think you have to have a lot of remote ter territory for a Sasquatch, but um, in the case of just looking at it through uh, Newtonian science, and this is a you know giant relic hominid, there is a lot of habitat for uh, something like that to be happening. So um, I've not taken a lot of reports out of uh, the East Coast in general, but uh, certainly, you know, it's not without a lack of, uh, of reports that you can check out online. So, uh, but you're headed to Georgia, and I think there's just as many reports out that way. Yeah, I guess uh, once you get out in the middle of nowhere, um, uh, I guess that... Uh... Uh, gives a lot of open space and who knows i mean mm -hmm. um you you hear so many different stories about our reality we could be in a hollow deck or whatever it is but um or you you watch different movies and it opens up your mind to different things whatever you see different uh people come up with different ideas and they take these stories and then they write them down then they turn it into a movie and a lot of these uh movies and things have to deal with people's realities or experiences and they write them down uh, because they want to be able to tell it and uh, I really enjoy those uh, uh, the ones that make you really think and sometimes they uh, make a lot of sense because they're like wow this makes a lot of sense because a lot of these experiences tie into what's going on with what's happening in your life or may answer uh, questions or um, may make sense because it sounds logical. But, 
Absolutely. No. Yeah, you were, uh, you're right on with that. Now, what else do you uh, have for us, Jay? Do you have any uh, UFO experience, too? Because you're hitting up on the two pillars. Are you uh, hitting on all three pillars, too? Have you had a UFO sighting as well? Well, I don't really think so. Um, so you, you watch things like um, uh, the different TV shows that come on or whatever. And um, uh, and uh, I played an actor that was uh, wearing the... Um, uh, well, I played a character where I had to wear the aluminum tinfoil hat because I like um, kind of like tying things together. And I think logically, I'm like, okay, this is happening. This is happening. Okay, this must be something that uh, is related to it. And then so I talk to my friends or whatever, and we they took they they're writers. So we played a little comedy or whatever, and um, so each person was a different thing. And you know, like the movie the. Uh, the thing, whatever, with um, uh, what's his name in it? Um, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. That was it. When they were out in Alaska or wherever it is, or uh, yeah, North my pole. favorite boot, my favorite movie. Yeah, up north thing in the North Pole. Yeah. So they, um, uh, one of the girls played the character of that I played a temple guy had or whatever, and uh, we had to the. the um, uh, we had another guy that played the professor and all kinds of different characters. And they kind of took like from each um, very uh, well-known uh, like uh, characters in different movies. And they kind of tied them together in this movie. And it was fun and naughty. And uh, we just played up our characters and we had a fun time with it. But um, uh, getting beyond that, um, as far as tying that in, uh, well, well, maybe our experiences have something to do with that because you start seeing things and you hear about different, um, uh, like the TV shows that talk about it now or whatever, and there's so many things that ha are happening more often. And it could be the fact that we get social media and, and the news and uh, or maybe the lack of the news. The news kind of like maybe they're covering up stuff and we don't know about it and or the government knows stuff and they're not telling us uh, because you hear about so many different stories or whatever and, and it is blows your mind or whatever okay why don't we know about this or why is anybody talking about this or skinwalker ranch over in uh what is it uh, out west and uh, uh, the mr bigelow and mm -hmm. all the different things and you start looking at um, uh, things uh, people like chuck meisler and uh, uh misler and he talked about the uh, science of the Bible and the, the, the hidden messages in there. And, and it'll blow your mind what they found in um, Genesis and the chapters. And then I got found, uh, what is it, uh, L.A. Marzulli. And uh, I think you said uh, you happened to meet him a few times or you talked with him or interviewed him. And uh, that is really cool. And they talk about the different things that are going on. And mm -hmm. It blows your mind because... You hear all these stories over time, all these things like these giant uh, skeletons and all these. Uh, my mother talked about different things that were in some kind of museums. Well, the museum burned down, all these things disappeared. Well, maybe they took these things away and burned down the museum, or whatever, just to make these things disappear or the different things. Right. That, um, they, they, they used to have like um, uh, things at the museum that were kind of hard to explain and maybe they just use an excuse burn the place down took away the stuff and who knows what we're not being told but as far as me and and mm -hmm. like uh, ufos i don't know if i've really experienced too much of it 
uh, maybe the experience that I've been having, it could be some kind of uh, uh, a creature or whatever it is that this is how they visit us or whatever. And maybe we don't see them within their realms because you hear about we're only got like, a, what is it, four um, <clears throat> um, uh, we only know about four dimensions, right? To what we are. And there's supposed to be like, I uh, hear there's supposed to be 10 dimensions. So maybe there's dimensions that we can't really understand or see or comprehend and things are happening. But I don't know, as far as that, I mean, I, at one time when I was a little kid, about four years old, I remember one time uh, we were on vacation. I think it was either Columbia or Orangeburg, something like that. And we're in a hotel. We got out of the pool. Everybody's sitting around watching TV, had a big family. My mother's uh, took us all down there, wherever we're going for whatever event. So we had one of those, um, uh, what is it, popcorn ceilings and had a little shiny um, stuff that was in the popcorn. And uh, so we're, everybody's watching TV. And I remember this little, and it, kind of weirded me out it looked like this little bolt of lightning except it was moving slow and it was about three or four inches long and it started at the ceiling and it just looked like it zigzagged real slow all the way down and it it took about 10 seconds which seemed like a long time and it just went and it just little three or four inches it was not connected to anything else and it just kept on going down real slow until it went to the floor i was looking at it because i was shocked and i hopped up ran over looked at the floor and felt around there was nothing there it was carpet and whatever whatever that was that blew my mind and i looked at did you guys see that did anybody see that and everybody's like what are you talking about everybody was too busy watching tv and they were just i don't know but uh, other than that, I mean, it was uh, one other experience that I can really um, point out. Um, I happened to live on James Island, and uh, I'd go always go to the pond, which was uh, just across the way. So I went to the, um, uh, what is it? I left my house, and it was about 150 yards of woods, and it was a little trail through the woods. And I get to the edge and it was a whole clearing. So they cleared out before the pond or whatever, about uh, 50 feet. And there was uh, some kind of electrical box or whatever, transformer box that was in the ground. And I seen some white dude walk out, blonde hair. He walked to this box. And on the other side of the box, about another uh, 20 feet, was a little embankment that went down into the uh, little ditch, big ditch that went into the pond. And because we're right near a, um, uh, what is it, um, the Piggly Wiggly or whatever it was over there, a shop center. So I seen this dude walk out. I was right at the edge of the woods and he walked over to the box and walked around it and then disappeared. And because I usually I'm not seeing anybody walk around that area. I'm walking to the, over to the apartments just so I can do some fishing. So I walk over there and um, I walk a little further out. I'll still look around. There's the dude disappeared. So I walked around the box, looked down the embankment, looked all over the place. There's no way for this dude to go. And it blew my mind. Um, so that's one of the only other instances I can really truly remember that kind of like 
really shocked me or whatever because where this dude come from where did he go and and there's no other place for this guy to hide and you can't get into the box because it's a transformer and you get in there and i don't know what it's got a lock on it and it's got the whole um it there's nowhere for the person to go so where did the guy go and um after a few minutes of me looking around, I gave up and left, but there's nowhere else. There was no hole in the ground. There was no door that opened up where you can go into the box and go into some secret underworld or anything like that. Nothing like that. Um, because I tried. Seriously, though, I joke. But um, <laughs> now, but, how, uh, co- how clearly did you see this dude? Oh, yeah. I looked at him. I just saw them walking over. Um, and uh it was kind of like a bowl cut haircut or whatever um kind of like a beach guy or whatever um and, and what, he just walked what, on over was he, to the box was he, hold on a second here what was he wearing uh he's wearing shorts and a like a uh a polo shirt i think and <laughs> shoes and that was it i mean it wow. seemed like because i lived right near the beach down there it was probably like 10 miles away was the beach and he just looked like one of those guys that was from the beach and and uh, he didn't look like he was going surfing or nothing, but I uh, just like looked like he was just like uh, lived, I don't know, just that that type of uh, uh, persona. But he just happened to walk over to the box, and and it's about three foot wide by three foot wide by about three foot tall, and there's nowhere for you to go, and it's about another twenty feet before you get to the embankment. I look all the way around there, whatever. There's nothing, nothing. So that. Um, that really blew my mind. I mean, that I those those two things plus whatever the heck's going on with whatever else. Then um, you kind of think, well, maybe we're in some kind of virtual reality or something like that, and or maybe uh, I don't know. As you get older and you start studying things and looking up different videos, you got to go through a whole lot of crap and to get to like the um, kernel of corn that's stuck in the middle of it sometimes, and you get to study things and or things that make sense. So you hear about things and you're like, okay, well, maybe that's what's happening or maybe this is what's happening. But um, I don't know. So it, it just kind of, there was something else I was gonna say. It was kind of related to it, but uh, didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, oh, 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 so this, this kind of blows my mind, right? So. I come from um, James Island in Charleston and um, uh, you know, the uh, comedian and um, uh, the show host, uh, Stephen Colbert. I do. Yeah. So you hear about all throughout um, uh, history, there's different things that happen throughout the world. And there's usually two people that uh, the inventions, when inventions or something happens or people have discoveries there's usually two people it happens to. And usually at the same time, on almost opposite sides of the world. So these things kind of blow your mind. Or you see different things where you like see like a comedian like Adam, Adam Sandler or something like that. Or, or the, uh, um, and it's another comedian with a very similar name as him, whatever. And he kind of popped up at the same time. Well, and you hear people inventing different things like uh, different inventions at the same time. But so I'm over here in Charleston, James Allen. So, and um, uh, I uh, I think 
you hear about who Stephen Colbert is. And so you kept on hearing about him, this and that, all these different instances or whatever. And he's running for president as a joke. And then he talks about, he's going to run for South Carolina. Um, that's where he's from. I'm like, Oh, okay, cool. I'm from South Carolina. I thought it was kind of cool. And then later on, a couple of years later, you hear about different things and where he's talking, Oh yeah, I'm from Charleston. I'm like, no way. I said, he's from Charleston. I'm from Charleston. And that blows your mind. And uh, because you kind of got a connection there, you're from the same area. So that's kind of cool. And then, so one day um, he kept on talking about it and uh, I can't remember whether he said anything about James Allen. So I went and uh, did some research and come to find out he was from James Allen. I'm like, whoa, no way. That's cool. I'm from James Allen too. It blew my mind. I'm like, oh, that, that's pretty close to, um, he lived probably about a mile and a half away from me. So I started doing research. And uh, comes in out, he has he, 11 brothers and sisters with him. And I'm like, wow. I said, that really blew my mind because I have 11 brothers and sisters. And I'm like, I thought, well, what are the chances? But then because he's from Charleston, James Allen, got 11 brothers and sisters. He's a comedian and actor. And I'm a comedian and actor. I never knew him before that. And that um, I think there was a couple other little things that, uh, and it just really, I mean, like, well, what the hell? And we're about the same height, uh, same build, everything. And uh, his right ear's got a little issue with it or whatever. And I think, and my my left ear uh, is a little bit different than my right. And so like the earlobe is a little bit different. I'm like, okay, maybe we're kind of like the yin and yang or something like that. But never contacted him um what's the uh, what's the age me. difference between you two i think it's like five or six years okay it's about six years i mean in so. james island i'm looking at it it's super tiny i mean yeah. what are the odds of something like that gonna happen and yeah. um uh so what was it um uh so i was actually the the place where that uh seen that dude or whatever next to the pond right next to the electrical on the other side of the pond, um, um, me and my, uh, 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 me and my, I guess my nephew were out there. So we're doing some fishing and we we're uh, fishing at the pond. And there was a dude that was fishing, got kind of long hair. And I walked over and we we're fishing. I was talking with him, whatever. And he caught a big bass because that's why I walked over. I was like, wow, man, can I have that? And um, uh, he's like, no. And he put the fish back in the pond. And I was like, well, what a jerk. And then I, I see him out there a couple of other times and his name was Stephen. Looked just, glasses just like Stephen Colbert or whatever. And he was like about five or six years older than me. So I'm thinking maybe that was Stephen because he lived in that same area right there. So, <laughs> and it could have been that we ran across each other He's right a there. <laughs> Stephen Colbert is a known bass hole. That's what we we've learned from this story <laughs> yeah so that may be a uh, little tie-in but uh, yeah I, well it's a big synchronicity <laughs> that's a shocker but that's that's about it as far as uh phenomenons um, i can't really uh say i've seen anything flying around out there or um um it, beyond that i mean these uh things that kind mm. of um tie together or whatever or kind of shock you or blow your mind uh, sure I don't... now what let's ask you this here as far as uh your acting and uh 
your com- comedic skills here, Jay. Do uh, you have any uh, upcoming projects that you're working on that uh, you want to promote? Uh, so we're working on a project coming up. Uh, one of my friends um, is uh, we went through acting class together. And um, uh, the cat won't leave me alone right now. Um, so uh, we went through acting class together and um, we were in a couple commercials together too. And so we got a movie called Max Payne um, and it'll be uh, filming in Wilmington. And uh, so my character, uh, I play a real sweet guy. I mean, um, so I've got a wife and I'm like, uh, I'm just a real, uh, uh, I guess one of them hateful type of persons that talks down to his kid and his wife and is always uh, mentally abusive. So I'm like, ah, I could do that. No problem. And, but uh, seriously though, I'm, I'm, I'm a happy go lucky guy, but I know how to do these characters. I like the dark characters, which uh I enjoy these characters because uh, I like the ones that have more layers and are more interesting. I just don't like the, uh, the, the guy, the good guy that, that gets everything all the time. I like the characters that have a dark side to them. And with that, the connection, my outro, my goodbye to Jay Bronson, for some reason, was cut short. But the interview was pretty much over as it was. I just brought up the fact that his cat had wandered into the room and maybe that was uh, a powerful sign that someone was nearby and so we we, we made a joke about that. But uh, anyway, sorry about uh, the audio dropping on my end towards the end there. Just dead and there was no way for me to, to pick it up. So we've had some electronic issues once or twice before here. Uh, when talking about these things, I'm not saying that's what it is, but uh, couldn't recover my end of the audio, so moving along. But uh, IMDb, Jay Bronson, <laughs> very cool name. And so, uh, you know, find out more about him and maybe Stephen Colbert, <laughs> who I relentlessly called a basshole, which maybe is unfair, but, you know, it's a joke, Stephen. Come on. All right, so. Uh, Strange Stroll, number two, in uh, the editing bay. Uh, actually, it's edited. Now it's in the upload bay. So that'll be coming up. How are you going to watch it? What is it, a Strange Stroll? Well, you have to find out. Go on to strangebrowradio.com, and it's on the tab. Click it, and it'll tell you what a Strange Stroll is, and you can vote. And people did. Thank you for doing that. You sent me to the... Um, abandoned farmhouse the condemned farmhouse down past linda hazard's crazy history uh we talk a little bit about that in the video but i had a visitor and i had a uh a possible spirit box uh conversation or statement of some kind the only one that i felt was convincing at all does it make any sense no but it was some kind of statement, and uh, we get into that. So 30 minutes alone, no BS. Check it out. It'll be popping up on YouTube. Subscribe, like, share. All that stuff means a great deal. Uh, it helps boost the channel, and eventually I can uh, get some merchandise on there. And if you'd like some Strange Brow Radio merchandise, you could do that. You could go to um, check out the strangebrowradio.com merch app. It'll take you right into Teespring. And we've got some really, I think, 
nice, good quality stuff on there. Our logo is, you know, our logo. So if you like it, it's there. It's got the moniker on there. Uh, I will I will see you in the trees on the back of uh, the T-shirts. If you don't like that, you can just get a plain T-shirt with the, the, the plain logo. We're going to be doing some updates to the merch as well here for uh, the fall. So look forward to that. And something's in the mix. Um, you know, these things are, you can't talk about them too much, but uh, there was some filming that happened in relationship to uh, the Al Moon Lab. And we'll see what happens. These things have to get uh, pitched and picked up, blah, blah, blah. So I spent uh, the better part of seven hours in 80 degree heat sitting, talking about the Al Moon Lab at the Al Moon lab wilderness so we'll see where that goes no promises can't uh, say anything more than the fact that um we're working to make something beautiful happen with it all as far as the screens uh, concerned and um also the book form will be out uh this fall or winter at the latest so look forward to that as well i think that's it for me um Nothing I can think of except uh, tomorrow I'll be running through the woods uh, after 7 o'clock in a uh, Sasquatch costume <laughs> for another production happening here. So maybe uh, Biggie will make an appearance as well. And then it's off to Montana, to the Montana Vortex. Now, if you don't know Joe Hauser and you don't know the story of uh, Joe Joe's work, and his passion, which is his uh, establishment, the Montana Vortex, it's a real conundrum. It's a, it's a true puzzle. And I've never been. I'm looking forward to go going. So we are. And that's happening this week. So if I put out an episode a little bit late or a little bit early, it'll all be worth it because I'll be uh, throwing some stuff up for the patron members and, and whatnot and doing interviews. So... I'll let you know if I'm running late at all and do like a short little episode beforehand. But busy, 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 just like all of you guys are. Hey, I got my first uh, space helmet, so I don't have to wear one of these stupid masks. I just don't, I feel nothing but uh, congested and uh, CO2 coming back in my lungs. So I bought a space helmet. I think it's a brilliant answer. No one's going to say Jack to me because I'll shoot him with my phaser. Go get your own space helmet. Amazon's selling them. They're, you know, they're face shields, but this one's chrome. It's straight, you know, Battlestar Galactica Cylon action. So I'll put some pictures up of that. And that has a lot to do with the next Strange Troll, which I'll tell you about on the next episode. Be good out there. And, of course, I will see you all in the trees. Mm-hmm.